Hey you, Nina here. This episode is going to play with triggering social stories when there's only one that you've been taught. Diversifying stories is an incredible tool, helping us to have greater perspective, not to mention emotional clarity when we're trying to share our truth with ourselves and the world. It is also going to talk a little bit about Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie's TED Talk, The Danger of a Single Story. It's an incredible piece. You must see it. So have a journal on hand or a good friend to dialogue with what comes up for you in this episode. And if you can't play with this today, well, that's okay too. But for now, I am curious. You ready to play? Welcome to Triggered. Can we play with that? You know that moment when your emotions ramp up in an instant, leaving you feeling helpless, frozen, or out of control? In that moment, you've been emotionally hijacked, the very definition of triggered. And I want to ask you, can we play with that? I'm Nina L. Garcia, drama therapist and empowerment coach of Houston Creative Arts Therapy. Join me as we discover ways to empower you and the people who mean the most to you to transform hard conversations into teachable moments. Triggered. Real playful. Real respectful. Real Empowered. Let's take a breath. (sighs) So right off the bat, I'm going to tell you, if you have not heard or are not familiar with the TED Talk by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie called The Danger of a Single Story, I want you to go and take a listen. If you don't do it by pausing the episode right now, you better do it right after. I'm just kidding. You don't need to do it right after, but seriously, put it on your to-do list because it is a game changer when it comes to the idea of a single story. And I'm going to give you two two little moments that that Chimamanda talks about, but I don't want to spoil it for you because you are going to laugh. You may be a little shocked. You are, may feel some tears, right? It's such a good episode. And as, as Chimamanda talks about the danger of a single story, one of the pieces that she talks about is when she's growing up, she's a storyteller and, and she talks about how once upon a time, all of the characters in her story were, as she says, white and blue-eyed. They played in the snow, they ate apples, and they talked a lot about the weather, how lovely it was that the sun had come out. Now, this despite the fact that I lived in Nigeria. I had never been outside Nigeria. We didn't have snow. We ate mangoes, and we never talked about the weather because there was no need to. (laughs) That is just a little snippet. You have to go and check this episode out. Not only does she talk about how this affected her own writing at the beginning, she is a narrator, um, but she also talks about how other people viewed her with this single story um, as an African woman and how when she uh, went to university in the U.S., that her roommate, she said it felt pity for her before she even knew her, that of the many assumptions that this roommate made one of them was around language. And the assumption was, you know, oh my gosh, how do you know English so well? How did you learn so well? Despite the fact that, you know, as Chimamanda will tell you, English is the official language of Nigeria. It is a must listen. I want you to go listen. And my invitation for this episode is for us to explore the, the very question 
that she wants us to explore. What is the danger of a single story? And I want you to ask yourself and begin to be curious about where are the places where you are struggling with a single story? In the last podcast episode called Yes, You Are Diverse, I went ahead and very quickly mentioned a little moment um, that I had around a single story that I struggled with around skin color when I was younger, but I didn't really share why, and I didn't really go into detail, so I'm going to do that now. When I was younger, there were several summers that I recall saying something akin to, I don't want to get darker this summer. I don't want to get too dark because then I will look dirty. And if you were sort of scratching your head and wondering like, oh, why, why would anybody think that? It may be important to share at this point in the episode that I am Latina and that there are several stories that I was not consciously aware of as a child around the brown body, the Latin body, and we could go on, it's not just Latins who struggle with this, but people with brown bodies and this idea that uh, Latins in particular are dirty, that they're lazy, um, that they come from nothing, that they're all poor, right? And these are things that, that narratives that I realized as I got older, that these are the narratives that were being, you know, spouted around me, but I didn't realize it when I was a kid. All I knew is that I did not want to look dirty. And that's sad, right? That, that kid me was, was thinking that and had that, but there was a single story there. What if we can imagine for a moment. What if I've been shown so many beautiful brown bodies and heard so many beautiful stories of people with brown bodies that I felt incredible in my own skin, which happens to appear to others as a brown body? Because it happens to appear to others that way, there are lots of narratives around people with brown bodies. And without realizing it, I had taken into myself some of those stories. This is the same thing for every human being, right? As we grow up, we're taught stories. They get passed down. And there's always going to be the danger of a single story. So without belaboring too many stories, I want to have an exercise for you already right off the back. I want you to think about an identity, about a cultural piece of human beings in the world that you know you struggle with, that you know you might be afraid of, that you feel you should leave alone. I want you to think about what that identity might be. And it could be anything. It could be a particular type of religion. It could be a particular ethnic group. It could be a particular place in the world, a geographic location, a country, a continent, a city, so on and so forth. It could be a particular lifestyle. For example, if you are not familiar with the polyamory community and you're like, I don't want to deal with it, you might lean into that. I could go on and on with this, but I want you to really think about what's something that you're struggling with. Can we play with it? Can we lean into it, my friends? 
whatever that thing is that you choose, if you don't have firsthand experience of it, I want you to lean in. And here's how we're going to lean in. I know that I've mentioned this exercise before, but I want it to now be really specific to that identity piece that you've chosen. I want you, if you are a Netflix or a Hulu or an Amazon Prime, however, TV, regular, whatever it is that you use to watch things, I want you to see if you can find a movie show documentary, a series, whatever it is that is on that platform, I want you to see if you can type in that identity piece that you're struggling with or are concerned about or have a freer around or whatever the case is and see what pops up. I want you to ask yourself, how can I diversify my experience of this cultural piece of humanity? And it doesn't have to stop there. Maybe movies and shows and documentaries, maybe that's not your jam. So here's what I'm going to invite you to do. Maybe you can head to Spotify or wherever you listen to music. Even the regular old radio will work for this. I want you to choose a station or a song or a playlist by typing in that identity piece, that cultural piece that you chose, typing it in and choosing something. Really trying to lean into how can I diversify my experience of this cultural piece of humanity. And it doesn't stop there, y'all. Okay, I have at least one more, at least one more. (laughs) So if you want to lean in and get outside of something that can literally be at your fingertips doing solo, like watching something or listening to something, you can do all that in a private space. The next one I'm going to invite you to do, you can't. Actually, okay, so arguably you could do this if you like ordered out and then you sat in your house and then you ate it and that's fine. I I know that my voice is like, but no, really, if that's where you're at, honor that, validate that if that's where you're at. But my next invitation is if you want to take this up a notch and lean in, I want you to find a restaurant, club, outdoor experience that engages, here it is again, the cultural experience of that type of humanity. I want you to ask yourself, how can I diversify my experience of this? And before you do any of these wonderful leaning in projects, engagements, etc., you're really going to want to do this next piece first. You have to acknowledge You have to accept that there is going to be some discomfort because once you can accept that some part of you is going to feel uncomfortable with this, you can know that you are still capable of doing it. That even if it is scary, that it should not be dangerous. I am going to speak about that now. Whatever you chose should be safe. My recommendation would not be to go to a dangerous part of town and then say, well, Nina told me that I should lean in, so I'm going to go to the most dangerous part of town and I'm going to flash my Lexus and my watches and I'm going to say, hi, I'm just here to experience. That has a very voyeuristic quality about it. And it's really, 
really, I mean, I want to say not intelligent, but I also don't want to judge. So let me take a breath. I would not say that that is using your common sense. So as you lean in this week, I want you to use your common sense. <laughs> Stay safe, but do lean in. It is going to feel uncomfortable, but it shouldn't be dangerous. It is going to feel like taking a risk, but it shouldn't be life-threatening. You with me here? You feeling me on this one? Okay. That is, in a nutshell, what I want you to lean into this week. What is the danger of some of our single stories? We're nearing the end of the episode, and of course, you know I'm wondering, what is your takeaway? Let me know what you're playing with by heading to HoustonCreativeArtsTherapy.com slash podcast, especially if you're looking to submit your own moment for an upcoming episode. You might also be the kind of person who wants to talk with me about an episode we've already had. You might have strong feelings or thoughts or beliefs about it, and I want to invite you to come to a space and have a conversation that is literally about transforming hard things into teachable things. I can do that with you. I can hold a hard space with you, and I will not shame you for your beliefs. Now, for those of you who enjoy a bit of self-exploration, I'll leave you with a question for the upcoming week. I want you to ask yourself, what stories do I struggle with having a single strong narrative on, and how can I diversify that? Now, some of you are going to say, well, Nina, I have some really strong feelings and I don't want to change that. I don't want them to not be strong anymore. Here's the thing. If you have strong feelings about something and that's what you believe, I don't necessarily want you to change your beliefs or not have strong feelings about that either. If that's your truth, I want you to own that truth. But I also want you to ask, is it beneficial for you? And is it beneficial for the people around you? Is it hurting you? Or could it be hurting some of the people around you? And could it hurt at all to diversify your understanding of that strong belief that you have? That's what we plan for today folks so thanks for taking a minute to explore your triggers as a human and if this has been helpful and you'd like to support triggered can we play with that please feel free to leave a rating and a review on itunes as that actually helps other people find us when you do algorithms all that jazz you get it <laughs> otherwise stay curious